You're listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Hey, hey, listeners, it's Teresa Lear Levine, and you are listening to this week's episode of Becoming More Me. And this week, I want to talk about hustle deculture because we always hear about hustle culture and we always hear about, you know, grind and strive and work harder and everything else. And I think that when people really come into their stride and start doing amazing things in their businesses and in their lives, it's when they realize how freaking unimportant that is. And sometimes that comes later than people would like it to happen. I know that for me it did because I was very much a go, go, go type A, high functioning anxiety, just keep pushing and force things to happen kind of person for a very long time. And I really like feel sad about that girl when I think about her and I know her heart. I know deep down what she was trying to do, but the way she was going about doing it was just never going to work. And I think about how much time went into that and how if I could have just loosened up the reins lowered the resistance, things could have been so much different. So I had several networking conversations, calls with friends, introductions to new people today. It was a really fun day because I really got to dedicate the majority of the day to just relationship building and supporting other amazing women and entrepreneurs and figuring out where we fit into each other's lives and also just learning of all these cool women. So it was a great day. And for one of the calls that I had, it was, we booked it on the other person's calendar. And she asked a question that I love. And it's it's a question I've been asked on podcasts before. I always give a different answer. I don't know why, but she, I think I just intuitively answer with what feels like it's needed at the time, but she asked if I could wave a magic wand and change something in my life, what would it be? And the answer that I wrote on the little survey as I was booking our appointment time to chat was that I would melt away resistance and simplify my life with a wave of the wand. And we booked a call months ago. And interestingly enough, that's where things were in my life several months ago. I was really looking at my business, my family life, my relationships, my relationship with self, all the layers of my life and thinking, wow, there's a lot of extra here. There's a lot of places where I could trim and really find space to love and enjoy my life. 
And so that's what I wrote. And then we finally, we've rescheduled this call like four times. So that happens sometimes. It's real life. And it couldn't have been more well-timed today when we finally got on because she said, gosh, you know, Teresa, up until this morning, I was not ready to melt away my resistance and simplify my life. And this morning I woke up and it's exactly where I am in my life and my business. And I'm so excited to have this conversation today. And we proceeded to have an amazing conversation and I'll actually be having her on as a guest on my show in the future. So stay tuned. But my point being is that I, I mentioned the same thing to her that, you know, Hey, a few months ago, I really put my focus on that simplification. I hired a business and sales coach to help me simplify, like to literally hold my hand to the fire of simplification and stop letting me get in my own way with complication. Something that is very common for ADHD people and women to do is to always be putting our iron in different fires. And sometimes we need somebody to just hold our iron in the most powerful fire so that we can maximize ourselves instead of just flickering in a hundred different places. So she asked me like, so how has that been going for you? It's like amazing. Just absolutely amazing. I really, really resonate with my life right now, my source energy and everything else. And I mentioned how I've really enjoyed using, um, this new like law of attraction planner that I've gotten where instead of just looking at my to-do list, which I still keep, I mean, we've had a lot of conversations about to-do lists over the episodes, guys. So used to be a live or die by the to-do list. Now it's more of a, Hey, this is what's happening today. And I know what's important and I know what can go. And I am happy to transfer the things that are not imperative to be done on a certain day to the next day if I need to. Um, sorry about that. Got a appointment being confirmed. Despite the fact that my phone is on do not disturb. I'm like, how do people get through? I have that whole thing like where even when they call twice, they're not supposed to get through. And yet some numbers still get through. If anybody's got the answer to that one, I'm really curious because I seem to get calls that come through even when I feel like my phone is like locked down. Anyway, let's see if I can find the rabbit hole that I was going down before that happened. Oh, distraction. Okay. Thanks, Teresa. Okay. Yes. So law of attraction planning. So my to-do list is my to-do list still. I still, and I've talked about this on episodes before too, normally every Wednesday or Thursday, I lay out the following week in writing on these awesome like printed template sheets that I have. I should totally share those with you guys sometimes, um, sometime in the future. Let me know if that would be of interest because I have found great comfort and efficiency and time savings in these somewhat customized sheets that I print out every week where a lot of the things I normally do are already like penciled in and then it it just works for me. Let me know if that would be of interest to you. But in addition to that, I've been using this like tablet of law of attraction oriented uh, planning. And so each day is a different page and there's awesome, you know, quotes from Abraham and, uh, you know, Esther and Jerry Hicks. And because they're like my favorite law of attraction people. And every day there's, instead of the to-do list the way I normally do it, it's things I intend to do today. And it's things I intend to be and do and have. And it's why I want it. 
And it's asking yourself about that until you get to a good feeling place. So it's very vibrationally aligned planning, totally different from my other to-do list. And that has been really making me feel amazing. So I've been loving using that because when you can actually feel the way that you want to feel at the end of the day, throughout the day, you feel even better at the end of the day. And it's really been helping me to consider all of the aspects of my life from my marriage to my parenting, to my business, my clients, my intentions are all considered. And I just keep that little sheet front and center where I can see it and refer to it. And I love it. Totally new way of doing things. I love mixing up my routine with the way that I plan and not keeping it the same for too terribly long also, because I think it just elevates consciousness to try to do things in a different way than you're used to from time to time. So highly recommend that. But yeah, so the hustle D culture is important because so often we can get hung up in just doing the things and not feeling the way we want to feel because we've done the things. And we definitely love to overlook celebrating when amazing things happen and, you know, not, you know, celebrating ourselves kind of sucks. So (laughs) take time to celebrate yourself as you're doing amazing things in this world. But I have noticed that, and I have a life that often needs to get rearranged. You know, I, I'm not a fan of having to put things off if, if you don't have to, because I do feel like that's like kind of like a little quit. You know, you plan to do something on Wednesday and then you push it to Thursday. Sometimes that resembles a quit on some level, but sometimes it resembles a respect for your own energy system and your own schedule and your other priorities. And so I think it needs to be seen both ways and evaluated because you're going to get it done anyway. And it's not, you know, hurting your goals or whatever else. I don't think it matters a whole lot. So my schedule does have a lot of things that often get rearranged because it has a lot of things that can't be rearranged and a lot of, you know, unknowns with, with four kids and, you know, clients and dogs and house and my own health and all those different variables that can turn up all different things on any given day. So oftentimes I do need to rearrange things and I'm better off and I feel it when I do less and when I actually call it, you know, the kids get home, my first batch of kids starts coming home at like quarter to three in the afternoon, kind of early for people that sometimes are used to working a longer work day. But for me, that time, usually at least four out of five days of the week, that's quitting time for me as far as my work is concerned. And that is where I just shift it to the kids, my husband, when he gets home, the house organization, hanging with the dogs, running errands, like whatever else needs to be done. And just, I feel better doing that when I actually look at my list and shift the work things to the next day before I start doing it. It's like, I know that ends are tied up and everything's waiting where it needs to be. Or, you know, I hand off some random stuff that hasn't gotten done to my amazing assistants or whatever else and allow them to finish it. And I go about my day. And I think the fear for all those years that it was hustle, hustle, hustle was, well, it had a lot of layers and yours probably does too. You know, when, when you feel like your life isn't where you want it to be, 
you have resistance to just sitting in your life and enjoying it because it feels painful. So slowing down or stopping kind of can feel unbearable. So I had to learn to sit with the discomfort, you know, kind of the way that if you have an addiction to shopping or eating or alcohol or whatever, you have to learn to sit with the decision that you're not going to buy the thing or eat the thing or drink the thing or do the thing and feel the feelings that come up with it. So there's that part of it. And there's a certain amount of conditioning from just doing things that way for a long period of time. And then there's the culture itself. You know, we, we see all sorts of role models for business and life who talk about hustle and grind and strive and all this crap. And we see that they're successful. So we think, well, okay, I'll put in my time, but then when does it stop? When are you worthy of relaxation, enjoying your time, enjoying your life? And what's so wrong with your life the way it is? You know, you can't just grind yourself into an amazing, abundant, relaxing life of flow and ease because you're not just going to, you know, grind and kind of beat yourself into submission and then arrive there and all of a sudden relax into it. You have to start with the end in mind. You have to start with that flow and that ease and that self-love and that trust and that collaboration with the universe and the end in mind, which is all about not hustling. And yep, I did not know that for a while. You know, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And sometimes even when you know it, you can't do it. And you have to have practice and you have to have, in my case, a lot of coaching around it and everything else. And, you know, thank God for it because I see women that have these challenges all the time now, and I know how to help them get out of it. I wouldn't, if I hadn't done it myself, lived it, felt it, sat with it, you know, felt that discomfort, that dissatisfaction, the frustration, the depression, the sadness, the just feeling of, gosh, is it ever going to happen for me? Is it ever going to be the way I want it to be, this life of mine? And without knowing that side of the coin, how can you ever know or even appreciate the good things when they come? So just remember, even if you start to learn or practice a life that doesn't resemble hustle culture or pushing yourself so hard that you're in burnout, you it's okay that you didn't know then. You know, like maybe it was always meant to be that way. You were always meant to have this time when you you pushed and you struggled and you grew and you figured stuff out one day at a time, one task at a time, one failure or mistake at a time, one success at a time. And you learned where to put your focus that actually did good things and the places where you may have been putting your focus that were holding you back and you figure it out. You know, it's, it's all about figuring it out. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're in a place in your life where it is go, 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 push, 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 
you're probably not creating the life that you want. And man, it can be hard to slow down that engine to really pick it apart and see what needs to change, but it is worth it. It is worth the discomfort. It is worth the feeling that, oh my God, if I slow down or if I miss a day, who knows what's going to happen. And then just seeing what happens and realizing that you're still alive and that nothing really bad happened and that you actually had some time to think, to regulate, to enjoy this precious life. And that the show went on the next day. It's powerful. I remember when I used to work some part at least of every day, seven days a week. And my boundaries sucked and my nervous system was not happy with me. And I was anxious. I didn't feel good. And I remember there was like first like weekends that I was like, Ooh, I'm just going to like not do work. And they were weird, you know? And I think the first ones, it was like, I just had to substitute in other things to do. Like I still needed to be busy and not being busy with work felt really foreign. So I got busy with other things, but it's okay. Again, you figure it out. You take the steps, whether they're big strides or they're baby steps, they're all moving in the right direction. And don't ever discount the things that you've been through and the way that they're showing you the path to where you're going and illuminating everything that you need right now. Nothing is ever a mistake or a coincidence or, you know, just happenstance. It's all perfectly aligned and right on time. And I know that just like me, if you're still in the throes of hustle, you can learn to get out of it. My business has never been more successful than it is right now. And I do less and I do more things that are meaningful and more things that that move the needle and less things that are busy work. And that means that, you know, I'm looking at my life, my business plan regularly, like quarterly and seeing like, what's actually important? What's still relevant here? What do we just ditch? Because it's a time suck. What can we do better and more efficiently? It's fun. I encourage you to do the same. And if I can help you at all to release yourself from the throes of hustle culture, which can often be so much about our thoughts, so much about what's going on between these, you know, two ears of ours, just rumbling around in this brain, then hop on a breakthrough session with me. Let's talk it out. Let's see what we can do to help you regulate so that you can make these shifts too. Anyone can do it. I promise. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome day. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.